0: On episode number
1: 19 of What's Brian's?
0: I'm Shelly, I'm
1: Bianca, I'm Deanna, and here we come together to serve the
0: brew. As always, I've been waiting for this episode. Rub hands like bourbon. You had me saying that, I've said that a couple times this week. Yes, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. We
2: have um read this book, we introduced it to you guys, had a whole commercial. And I got stuff
0: to say. (laughs) (laughs) We know you have some things to say. Um, So we definitely don't want to keep you guys waiting. We want to get into the book and we want to do the proper introduction for our guests. So we will be right back. Hey, Brew Crew. I have the pleasure of introducing our special guest, Jacqueline Stewart. Writer Jacqueline Stewart is a well-educated woman, mother, and military spouse from Pineville, Louisiana whose passion is rooted in writing. As a multi-published writer and writing coach, Jacqueline plans to continue telling stories and moving people along their journey with inspiration and encouragement. Jacqueline speaks, tours, interviews and signs books live in order to push her narratives and spread her messages effectively. In August of 2022, she had the pleasure of being one of the panelists for the Black Writers Weekend in Atlanta, speaking alongside prolific female authors as a writer jacqueline stewart prepares herself to take the next steps along her journey of being an accomplished and impactful writer she has no fear she brings her southern kindness creativity authenticity and honest along with stories that will cause people to examine and nurture themselves more today we'll be discussing tanya's journey of forgiveness a wonderful novel based on main character, Tanya, who has been married for eight years to her husband, Shane. Grab you some wine, some water, or your choice of beverage and enjoy this conversation. We want everyone to be included. So be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Now let's get ready, introducing Jacqueline Stewart. Hello, hello, hello.
3: Hey, hello, ladies. My goodness, that was a beautiful intro. You guys put a lot of work into that. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. You're so welcome. You are so welcome. We are so glad that you are here. So we kind of met in a roundabout way. I think you know God works very mysterious, but he puts the right people in your life all of the time. And right. you know we talked, and you told me that you were an author, and I was definitely excited about having you on the show. Um, so that's kind of how we met, and how you came in in my life, so in in our lives. So I am so glad to have met you and read the book, and I'm I'm definitely ready to get into our conversation.
2: Definitely.
0: Um, but before every show, what we do is we have icebreakers, so we want to learn a little bit more about yourself. Um okay. You know, and then we'll 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 let you dive in a little bit about something that we might have missed on your intro. Um, but the first icebreaker would be um, if you could learn a new skill, what would it be? If I could learn a new skill, um,
3: oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe um like baking gorgeous cakes.
0: Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot.
2: Uh, I had to. Okay. So one would be dancing, because I can't dance. Okay. <laughs> um, and the other one actually was baking as well. I want to be like, you know, I bought my mixer last year as a Christmas gift to myself, but I want to be like really good at it. Okay, I like that.
1: Um, I would say carpentry so I could fix all the stuff in my house
2: myself save money.
0: Very cool, oh, very awesome. cool, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to worry about Um, I didn't think this one through, so I would have took a pass. I was trying to think, but I was more into you guys' answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it had to be something, a new skill, um, to learn a different language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would yeah. want to learn a different language. I would probably try to start off with Spanish, because I try a little bit now, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, definitely a, a, a new language.
2: What's a good skill?
0: Uh, what is your favorite city? Um, I'll, I'll just say
3: Miami. Miami, okay. I like that. <laughs> Beaches,
2: water, yes. ocean. I love all yes. that. Yes. That's um, the that place I want to go. Yeah, you want never been there. No. Oh, we have definitely have to get you there. Okay. Um, my favorite place is going to be Vegas. Every time I go, I'm like one way ticket me, please. Like, <laughs> yes. I just I don't know. I love warm weather. Um, and in my head, I'm like, oh, they don't really have earthquakes like that. Um, the worst they get is like a sandstorm. So I'm like,
0: I can handle that. Okay. <laughs> i've never experienced a a sandstorm
2: me either (laughs)
0: but
2: i
1: know what happens okay Okay. i'll say summertime chicago yeah i like our city but i just don't like our winters
0: Mm, okay uh for me definitely new orleans is on top of the list i feel like that's my home away from home yeah um i spent a lot of summers there growing up as a kid my mom's from there um so definitely New Orleans. it feels like my second home good answer i have to make my way there i still haven't been yes like we're <laughs> definitely getting used to New Orleans yeah. for sure um what movie could you watch a hundred times uh love and basketball yeah mm-hmm. i like that movie i love that movie i'm gonna
2: say pretty woman it's my favorite movie ah. every time i see it i'm, I'm gonna stop and watch it okay
0: cool. Sienna?
2: oh
1: um I have a few but let's see um oh I know one, the wedding singer
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yes you can quote that movie yeah uh for me it would have to be the notebook. You're hopeless romantic. I am. Like I love that story. It makes me cry every single time. Like I just watched it for the first time. So, The Notebook. And um, everybody that's here and in the chat, let us know your answers to these questions too. I'm curious.
3: Yes, definitely. Um,
0: what? uh, So now we're gonna get into a little bit of the book. Um, what to you is the hardest thing about forgiveness? You're asking me
3: or. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest, oh, my gosh. The hardest thing about forgiveness is the feeling of you you letting someone like you, you're you feeling like you're letting someone get away with something. Yeah. So I think that's kind of and maybe that's just pride, you know. Yep.
0: So, yeah. Yes and back to that question about what movie can you watch a uh, hundred times lisa commented and said love jones and i just definitely know that that would have been her answer <laughs> because she loves Lorenz tate so yes lisa I, I know that is your favorite movie and he's from chicago so yeah. we need to bump lisa into Lorenz tate somehow I don't I don't he's married, though. <laughs> As a fan I'm <laughs> a fan, yeah.
2: gonna take um, the the yeah. hardest thing for me about forgiveness is the audacity. Like mm. to you know I think I hold on to the I would never to people. Mm. So if you do something that I would never do, it'd be the audacity for me. So it's like <laughs> it's hard for me to be like, okay I forgive you because in my head I'm like how did you ever do something that will require me to forgive you cuz there's things that happen that I'm like oh I'm over it, and move on I don't call that forgiveness I don't know do people call that forgiveness I just move on but like if it's something huge enough that I have to actually ponder forgiveness
0: It'd be the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The audacity. is so audacity. What about you, Deanna?
1: I think the hardest part truly about forgiveness is putting your pride aside because you feel like either the person has wronged you or, you know, done something so detrimental to you. I, I don't really think it's so much about them. It's about being able to put your own pride to the side and mm-hmm. see their...
0: Yeah. just human and flawed yeah Um. for me it's forgetting yeah. like it's like now that you know we've come to this agreement of forgiveness or <laughs> I've come to this agreement of forgiveness I'm like mm, but I still remember <laughs> <laughs> you know so that, that to me becomes hard because you tell you're telling yourself that you've forgiven you know but it's it's hard, especially if you have to see that person's like
2: do you have to forget in order to forget?
0: Well that is my next question. Is that question? I'm sorry. <laughs> I jumped on a list of the questions. So before we get started on the questions in regards to the book, um you don't have to type so hard. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I'm a hard typer. <laughs> um so before we get into the questions about the book, uh Jacqueline, where did the concept of the book come from?
3: Well, honestly, I tell people this all the time. A lot of my ideas and concepts really just come from sleeping. So I tell people when you feel like you are Mm -hmm. stuck or um, people say writer's block, rest, sleep. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many ideas that come to you. And Mm -hmm. so for me, um, I just get a lot of things through sleeping. And one morning, I think I was just coming out of my sleep and I had a vision. And so just a snippet of it. And so I just started writing what I had,
0: and the book just began to flow from there. Yeah. Do you find that being a writer, um, your friends and family are like, hmm, was that character about me? Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yes, of course. Okay, so I've been writing for a while. And I'll say this, I first started writing, I, I first was, um, well, I still am a playwright. I went to school for theater, so I started writing plays, and and then I went to web series and just different things like that. And you will be surprised when people watch your stuff, Mm -hmm. they're thinking, is she writing about me? Because I guess it's hitting so close to home, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, yeah, I do get those questions uh, from family members, friends, and even I've gotten it from a coworker. (laughs) (laughs) No, baby, I'm not thinking about you. I'm just writing, you know? So, yeah. yeah
0: yeah i i have a couple of co-workers i probably will write a book about them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably why i'm not an author yeah, too, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> well
1: you real? can you can change the names and- Outer mm-hmm. dress and
0: everything. So, <laughs> like, girl, this is not about you. Yeah. So, I I want to keep make sure we're um paying attention to the comments too. Um. So, Carolyn, back to the question in regards to what's the hardest thing about forgiveness. She said, I can forgive, but I can never forget. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can sometimes be a, a pretty heavy burden, burden to bear. Um. It's hard to carry that, and it's easy to it's so easy to say, okay, I forgive you. Um, but I think it's so much work behind the actual word of forgiveness what you guys think
2: um, For me once I decide that I'm gonna forgive you it's like done like I'm not really? I don't go back and revisit I don't circle the block. I have forgiven you. I don't forget though um, It's gonna be there in the back of my head somewhere and not in a spiteful way but more like okay okay, i I know you could cross this bridge because you've done it before but i'm i'm forgiving you so i'm not gonna shield myself or uh be weird with you but i i just know where you're at you know what i mean yeah Mm.
0: and
1: i'm sorry oh no so i was gonna say so do you think uh you can forgive somebody, but they don't regain your trust. but like, do you separate the two? Question.
2: Yes. Trust is, has to be everybody handles trust differently. Trust if you're a new person and I'm just meeting you, you're at zero and you work your way up. You gain and lose trust based on your actions, right. So if you're somebody I fully trusted, and you've done something that loses my trust, yeah, it goes down. You go down from Mm -hmm. 100 to 80 or 90 or whatever the case may be, and it keeps going down. So, even though I'm regained, yeah, you can regain trust in your actions. For me, it's all about actions. Mm -hmm. Less than, because words are one thing. You could say, oh, I'm never or I won't or whatever, but it's your actions. How are you showing me what you're going to do and what you're not going to do and if you're to be trusted yeah i agree
1: yeah i think it's a process i think um i've i've been helped as i've gotten older with the concept of forgiveness and the ability to forgive and re- regain trust and all that um solely or you know uh, on a spiritual basis like even when we pray we ask God to forgive us as we can forgive those who have trespassed against us which we're really saying that which our pastor brought to our attention what we're really saying is if I don't forgive them don't forgive me so then if I if I think about it in my own terms like any offense that I've created to God to person whoever Um, If I want to be Forgiving I have to extend forgiveness If I want to be trusted I have to Extend trust but it was not Always the case I was definitely a grudge Holder and Not quick to forgive so Just in a matter of You know trying to be more um, Spiritually conscious and connected To what God would want me to do But it's still not easy It's like it's a process But Reflecting on those things helps. Yeah. At, at least it helps me.
0: Yeah. This book definitely um, you know, bought to the forefront for me of like questions like, ooh, would I would I forgive if this situation happened? <laughs> so, I...
2: Carolyn says, I'm sorry. Okay. Carolyn says, yes, actions speak louder than words. I agree. You can make your mouth say anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: really can't because I know there's people out there that are like I forgive you you know and it's like but do you really, right. you know when it comes so it definitely is a, a self thing
2: you know mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I think everyone's definition of it is different mm-hmm. like um, I don't think forgiveness and trust have to be the same thing um, you know just I, don't, like, I don't think they're the same thing no I'm saying anybody yeah. you know everyone has a different way of extending forgiveness they might start everyone at a hundred like okay cool I forgive you you're at a hundred with trust and forgiveness and whatever and you know you maintain that however you do but mm-hmm. me I'm like I forgive you but you got to build my trust back what's
0: your thoughts on that Jacqueline see what you did I, I, no, <laughs> no I, I agree
3: like for me forgiveness and trust they are two different things mm-hmm. so even though I forgive you we still have to work on the trust right mm-hmm. and like you said it's it's all about actions you know you mm-hmm. can tell me something but what are you doing are you changing your actions are you you know working on making it better what what are you doing or the person that you know whoever you're trying to work out the relationship with is that yeah. person you know really working towards building the trust in the relationship so yeah just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you have to trust them again trust is something that's earned yeah, so, for sure.
1: yeah. and just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you have to maintain the relationship either like i mean that's i could true. forgive you but i could also feel like um the dynamics of our relationship are not the same yeah. like or or there is no relationship but i can still forgive you meaning i'm not walking around uh, with bitterness or hatred, or mm-hmm. every time somebody says your name, it does something to me. But I could also say, I excuse myself from being in a relationship with
0: you. Mm-hmm. Mm. One of our viewers, my cousin, Lucretia, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, She said, I believe forgiving doesn't have to be, same to your point, Vianna, I believe forgiving doesn't have to be uh, you dealing with a person that broke your trust, um, but it's about letting go and moving on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now let's go into a, a book question. Um, did Tanya forgive Shane?
3: Okay, that's, that, I cannot answer that question. I know you. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna give you my
2: answer.
0: No, <laughs> she did not forgive him. And did you did you want to give an overview, or did you want to want to give yes. an overview? Uh, of, Jacqueline, can you please take the honor of giving the book an overview?
3: Yes. So I know that you guys are pretty much talking about the relationship with Tanya and Shane, but let me give just a little bit more history. So this is a woman who um, had a traumatic childhood. She's actually, um, in in, in a way, run away from home. And in her adult life, she's trying to create this perfect life. But something in life happens in her marriage, and it really um, crushes everything that she thought was stable and perfect about her life and once you know that happens she begins to go on a journey so she has to go on a journey of healing forgiveness um self-exploration um just allowing her girlfriends to be there for her losing love but finding love again so mm-hmm. without telling too much of the story this that's kind of the roadmap of this character
2: okay and spoiler alert <laughs> for anyone who has not read the book um, we'll we're gonna be talking. Level. We're gonna be talking about it. So yeah, yeah.
0: We'll, keep it, we'll keep it high level so they can still, you know, get that book and, and read into the details. Yeah, because we want to make sure that people get the book. Still get the book, y'all. Because <laughs> talk about stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about it. Stuff. Yeah, go ahead. We'll keep about uh, some yeah,
1: things, yeah. yeah. Guess, that are you know prevalent in the lives of real people every
0: day. No, exactly but, said we, we're okay with talking okay. about it. Okay. So uh, see, this but, is what happens behind
2: the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> to answer that question, no, she did not forget. I think well, let me take that back. I feel like well, she forgave.
0: Lucretia, no. Lucretia, Lucretia said no. Said no.
2: Uh-huh. I think she forgave him initially when she came back from visiting her mom. Ooh. She was like, okay, she dealt with that situation. Clean slate. Let's start over. Let's move forward. And then it was like, what's wrong with you? As soon as she got in the car, like <laughs> it's something wrong with you. And it was like, I'm starting at zero all over again. And after that situation, she did not forgive him after that.
1: Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I think I, I agree. She was she was willing, or at least she was willing and thinking like, okay, we could move forward um until the the next bombshell dropped.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: but can we back it up just a little sure. bit do you think that tanya is has any part in the breakdown
2: well we're gonna get that <laughs> oh, okay,
0: okay. Right. uh so it's in everybody in the comments definitely please go ahead and um you know comment on these answers just want to know you guys answers too Um, Jacqueline cannot, but we want to include her as much as we possibly can. Cause Mm so, um, for me in regards to did Tanya forgive Shane? I definitely think, yes, she did. You know, I think at a certain point she chose what she wanted to do in the end. and That end was dissolving the relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, moving on with her life. but like back to what we were saying, that you can forgive somebody, but you don't have to um, to be with them. So I, 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 would, I would lean on the side that if she could forgive her mom for what was such a traumatic experience, that she may be able to forgive Shane. For hey, can he I did.
3: say something really quick? Can I say yep. something? Yeah. So the reason why I can't answer the question is because I don't know the answer. Yes, it's not. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know the answer. It's it's the answer is for the readers. Yeah. Mm. So basically, it's whatever you think Tanya would do at the end. I don't know. Yeah. See how
1: the door was still open. I think she wasn't there yet, but like there could definitely be a sequel. They could. They could. (laughs) They could get back together. I, I don't think it's like it was dead set never again. You know, she still thought about him. She still wandered, you know. So I think there was room still for more with the two of them. Did Did you want
0: them to get
1: back together? I mean,
0: uh, that's a question for everybody. So um, I was
1: kind of mm-hmm. impartial. I felt like if they got back together mm-hmm. too fast, it would send the message that's like sure. boys will be boys and women tend to be more nurturing and forgiving. I think had a man been in the situation... It wouldn't have been much of a challenge for him to <laughs> completely walk away. But I think women are a little more lending to uh, accept foolery too fast. So I like the fact that even if they eventually get back together, it wasn't like an instant acceptance and we're going to be this happy family like that never happened. So
0: Yeah
2: what about you did i want them to get back
0: together yes
2: no (laughs) absolutely not so initially yes okay he cheated she forgave him but they were going to go to marriage counseling and work it out now if she was just going back to him right away i'd be like ah that's a little weird like you know get some counseling figure out what the breakdown was and work it out right For me, the problem I had with Shane is the audacity. It it wasn't. It was. It was one premeditated. You. She was given. She said in the book uh, to him, like I was, working a job. We had a wonderful home. I was coming home and I was cooking and cleaning, giving you sex however you wanted, whichever way you wanted. Everything was taken care of except I said I'm not ready right now to have kids. But it was she like didn't seven say seven
1: years, it wasn't like seven okay, years.
2: that don't everybody's but, time back is different. No, but
1: wasn't their initial agreement? They had an initial agreement,
2: before. they didn't say a set amount of years. She said, Give me a few years and then we'll work on kids.
1: I mean, so okay. He- they okay, he should have made that more clear, but I think seven is excessive, even if it had been three years. That's a few,
2: but that's your version of it. Yeah, that's they what I'm saying. They
1: should have clarified that, but I don't think it's unreasonable for a man who expects to have children to get a little like seven years later. And it wasn't like she tried and had issues, she just was like, I'm enjoying living my life as a single, I mean, as a married woman who, without the child being the equation, but it's like, she wasn't taking his feelings into consideration. She
0: neglected what, um, she neglected her end, which to Lisa's point, because Lisa commented and said, she did, first she did want them to get back together, I did too, I'm a helpless romantic as well, Lisa, I wanted them to get back together, and when she started, kind of like, Seeing other people, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, uh-huh. what? Um, said, they wait, 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 wait. Lisa then said she broke the agreement. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, lucretia said, but she broke the agreement, and they said, they um, said three, three years. And she kept extending
1: it. it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: still, regardless of whether it's she broke like that agreement,
1: att- attain to have no blame in the situation. No,
2: that's not what I said So. <laughs> she definitely had blame. Her blame is the fact that she went through trauma and she lied to him when they got married. So she absolutely has blame for, she should have been honest about her family background and what her reservations were about having children. However, even if she broke the agreement, he should have said, hey, this is how I feel. If we don't have children, I'm out. I'm done with this situation. I've explained it to you. I want to have kids. Every time it turns into something different, I'm out, and that's the adult thing you do, to do—to make someone well, he, know that he the, he, the
1: kept, he did keep trying to talk to her about it. He it did, what,
2: but he didn't say I'm out. Peace, because
1: he wasn't. He didn't want to be out. Okay, but. that's fine. <laughs> he kind yeah. I, I, I think. I think. I think he wanted to be with his wife, but he wanted his his request to be heard and fulfilled and all that.
0: But um, is that how we do it, though? Like... No, I'm not
1: excusing him for stepping outside the marriage. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like Lucretia said, mm-hmm. that was the catalyst of the deterioration of the marriage. Like I think I agree with Lucretia. If,
0: Lisa agrees too. Yeah,
1: if she had kept her end of the agreement, his eyes wouldn't have wandered. He wouldn't have felt emasculated. No. Like I don't I care. care. That, that's not emasculated. That's, that's yeah. That's,
2: like, See, okay. and I have a problem with the um, men are allowed or, or excused to step out an or anybody in the marriage is allowed to step out because they don't get Ooh. their way in one thing. Be a grown up and have a. Con- yes, he did have, try to have this conversation with her a few times, but let that person know the severity. Hey, this or this baby or a out.
0: Okay. So, we what, it, what do you think about what Lucretia just said? But it seems like he, uh, she, tr- he tried to talk to her, but she. And she was very list. dismissive. She so- absolutely
2: <laughs> was dismissive. But did he say, and "Or I'm out"? He didn't say, "Or I'm out."
0: Yeah.
2: So he knew the severity of it in his head, and didn't let her know the severity of it. Yeah, so I like agree. she was,
1: she was mistaken that everything was perfect, even when she initially saw signs that there was things breaking down. He started staying out later you know making excuses about having to work she was still telling herself this is still my perfect marriage he's a perfect man all that type of stuff so she was also fooling herself to believe that she could just keep extending this deadline or whatever okay. and not really
0: S- seek i have consequences for the extension or I not
1: really uh care
0: about how he felt like, i don't think she was fooling herself i think that's what
2: she actually thought she actually thought everything was good okay it, yeah. it, there's a lot of people in relationships where you might think everything is fine but the other person is like dying inside like it happens every day i agree
1: but sometimes those that those situations are happening and the opposite person in the relationship is not saying anything. It's not like Shane wasn't saying anything and painting the picture that he was perfectly happy like she was. He was saying, like, come on, like when we gonna start our family. Like, so do you
0: think that he should have told her that the consequences of her extending it would have yeah, been I don't, think, I don't think that
1: he necessarily woke up one day and said, That's it, today I'm cheating. I think that when there are cracks and crevices in any relationship, uh, it allows the opportunity for situations to show up. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was necessarily premeditated in the sense that he was like, "I'm fed up. I'm going to find me a new woman." But I think the white right woman came into view in a time and space where he was feeling neglected.
2: Mm-hmm. But um. I was going to type back for Lisa, and uh, but I'll just read. So Lisa said, I think she wanted to believe it was good. But I feel like sometimes if you don't have an example of what a good relationship or marriage looks like,
0: Then maybe in her head it was good because what does she have to compare it to? Yeah, no, she definitely thought she was doing everything right. I think that was mentioned a few times in the book where it's like I'm doing this and I'm I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, and the house, you know, everything that seems perfect to me. Like, why would you do this to me? And I think I think because it was the child for Shane. And the child for Tanya, it just never got to this point where they both said, OK, now it's time for us to do it. They never came to that agreement. I think the child was just that much more important to him and not as important to her.
2: And just to backtrack on something you said, Deanna, you said that he didn't wake up and one day decided he was going to go cheat. I would hope no one does that, but it was premeditated. He reached out to an ex on Facebook. Where did he think that was going to go? Yeah. What was the intention behind it? I think he kind
1: of think- woke up and said he was going to cheat <laughs> I think he woke up he and
0: said he was going uh, to th- That's the question I, on the table Did Shane wake up and say that he was going to cheat? Everybody
1: got to steal your I, I, I don't think so But I think that uh, Sometimes when somebody Slides into somebody's DM they, I think you should just not do that as a, as a practice I don't think it should be done So I think nobody is above, you know, succumbing to temptation. So, the best way to avoid it is just to not even entertain it. Like, if, if somebody slides into your DM, with somebody from your past or somebody you always thought was cute in school, like, you could just.
2: Well, there's a the difference of being, I'm out at a bar and, you know, let's say I'm Shane, I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. I'm out at a bar and a beautiful woman walks up and she's all in my face. That's temptation. He went out, so he went on Facebook, or whatever, and searched her, found her, and messaged her. It wasn't a happenstance. Like, he- like you know, No, me. but I think
1: sometimes people feel like, you know what?
2: Uh, or he ran to her. <laughs> I, I
1: don't <laughs> remember exactly how uh, the initial conversation Dracula, with the two of them started, I'm but- saying, I forgot now. Do you, <laughs> do you know how to talk, Jacqueline?
3: What's your oh. question? Because I'm just
1: listening. <laughs> how, did they, how did they link up
2: again? I forgot. I felt like he was saw
3: her on social media. It was. It was through social media. Okay. But I think it was more of her seeing Three his life. Nine. Yeah. His okay. his woman. You know? Because they they actually used to date in college. Remember right. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, she so said it in
1: his DM, not
3: the other way, right? Right. It was yeah. her okay. kind of drawing more on him. Yeah.
0: Acrecia said, um, uh, "But when you feel you're not being heard, yeah, you know you yeah. kind of, like, just, uh, just like yeah, I think that's I don't know. I, I, yeah. I that to me just sounds like such an excuse. Like if you feel like you're not being heard, then talk. If you feel like you're not being heard, seek counseling. If you feel like you're not being heard, well, well, X just, Y Z A B C.
1: Just just like we're 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 lending grace to." Tanya that she had this traumatic childhood that she never dealt with and she didn't tell him everything up front He also didn't use proper communication skills to Get her to understand the severity of his feelings and maybe he didn't know how to articulate it maybe he thought what he was saying was enough, but again If they had been in a better space with each other, I think the girl who slid into his dm might have got blocked but
0: they work in that space. Tell <laughs> you, I'm, I'm gonna to that <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline, like, Jacqueline, what are your thoughts on how he communicated that? Do or, you... or maybe a higher level uh, communication in a relationship? Like, I don't know. I think, honestly, I think that he he
3: tried. Like, like I see some of the comments over over here. Um, that wasn't the first time that they had that conversation. OK, mm-hmm. so when the scene, when the book starts, you see them at dinner and having the conversation. But that wasn't the first time. Um, and and like they were saying, those, you know, they were have read and, and are paying attention. Um, it was an agreement, you know, by this amount of time, we're going to start our family, something that she agreed to. So that wasn't the first conversation. It was, it was one that they've had before over and over again that he's brought up to her. But she was dismissive to it, not yeah. realizing <laughs> not realizing how important it was for him but that was because of her trauma her, right her childhood definitely. trauma
0: definitely I, I i man i i have to agree with bianca on this and'm I'm, I'm really surprised that it it kind of seems like more people agree with what diana is saying but i just feel like um there's so many solutions to a problem before somebody kind of takes it in their own hands and kind of mm-hmm. dis- do whatever. Yeah, because I can only assume that he was he was happy in his relationship minus the child. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: minus the
0: child <laughs> is a big minus. minus and- the child is definitely a big minus. But you know, if if minus the child is a big minus, then um, when does leaving? Like when does saying, I, "Well, I okay, you know what? She's not giving me what I need." When does leaving the relationship come into play? Like, right. You know what? Instead of going to cheat on, on somebody that I love, I am going to do better. I'm going to say, look, you're not giving me what I want. How about we get a divorce? And the audacity
2: for me is, <laughs> you now that you've cheated, now that you're bringing a baby into this world, you want to push me into marriage counseling. Let's go to marriage counseling. Come on, let's go to marriage counseling. When I mean, you go to marriage counseling, when you wanted to have a baby before you decided you was gonna
3: slide out. Yeah, and they so. actually went to marriage counseling. It was that was before the baby. Oh, but I, well, that was after right, the cheating. After the,
0: baby, cheating. after the
3: cheating. but I do agree with you know you all, Shelly, in the sense of he should have done the marriage counseling before, mm-hmm. even yeah, though he yeah. had been voicing you know voicing his opinion. Okay. When are we going to have the baby? You promised me, you know, over and over. He should have did all of the counseling, you know, suggested the counseling before the cheating. But you see how he waited until after there was this complete breakdown in order to go to counseling. So that was
0: backwards, so yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, I'm going to try this. I don't know what would happen, but I want to kind of bring these up. Okay, so Krisha said, if roles were reversed and it was the man reneging on kids, would you feel differently?
2: No, I I still, even if it was Shane saying, not right now, because I she never said, no, we're never having kids. She just said, not right now. But if it was Shane saying, not right now, I would still be like, Let's go to marriage counseling and figure it out versus her sliding out to cheat on them. Yeah.
1: How so, old are these people, Jacqueline? I forgot.
2: Twenty-eight and thirty.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he might have also been looking at, you know, at, at what age are you gonna start having these kids? Because he mentioned it's not ancient. But it had already been seven years into the marriage, after she agreed to three. And, I mean, it's just facts. It's just truth. Uh, a woman over 30, you now start having risks with infertility and all these other things. Like, should he not? Uh, maybe he was, you know, thinking that eventually she was going to be ready. But, I mean
0: yeah no I changed this I I don't
1: think he was no I don't think he was being excessive in his request having waited seven years for her to say wait seven more or however long how many ever more but I think he should have been I don't know a little more forthright with uh just how difficult it was or just how bad he felt you know like who knows and i think it is hard for guys to express their emotions and it mm. probably
0: why 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 are we giving these men so much like oh well maybe his feelings get hurt <laughs> just like yeah. she didn't tell him about her past or- yeah but yes. like, and i feel like we
2: always give this grace to men like boys will be boys no I'm not, I'm not i'm not excusing the so- cheating like
1: i'm not saying that the cheating know- was right or okay but i'm just saying like i don't feel like the i think they both played a huge part in the breakdown i
2: do i agree that too i'm not dismissing her uh her wrongness in this she had the responsibility when getting in a relationship to say hey you know i like peanut butter tacos is my favorite Mm -hmm. food i have family trauma Mm -hmm. it should have been brought out to the table he should have known this she lied to him I personally, if I was saying, would be like, "How do I forgive that?" You told me your dad uh, right. died, and now I know he went out for cigarettes right. and never right. came back. Right, I'm like, well, finding like it.
1: It. Find it right. Be, it's like the show "Who the bleak that I married. Like your the whole premise of everything I knew about you now changes because you're you're not even half the person that you told me. You made up a whole
2: story about people that
1: don't exist and things that didn't happen. Like
2: absolutely, but. <laughs> That he didn't know this, cheating. exactly, yeah. prior to the cheating. He cheated. Yes, so the but, breakdown was her.
3: So my husband says, like, when he hears me, you know, talking about it and he's read the book, he simply says that Shane really never knew Tanya. Right. So he he never knew this 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 woman, this person. So how so could he, that- how could there really be a solid foundation in their marriage when this is a woman that he never really knew? He didn't this know the right. truth about her. So, you know, it's just a lot of messiness, you know, with that yeah. situation.
0: For sure. Um
2: Grace just says facts.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Who's more wrong? Shane or Tanya? I have to give them an equal. So you wanna know from our audience too? Uh, equal for me.
1: Yeah, I think they're equally wrong. That therefore, for me, it takes away the. I don't have the audacity factor because she has the audacity to make up a whole family,
0: but he has all that. <laughs> She's like to make a family. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys agree out there equally, Crecia
2: Crecia says equally. Iris says, equally. OK, Iris. <laughs> um, who hoped Shane would Wait, wait, wait. Lisa said, I'm more upset with Tanya.
0: OK, Lisa, wow. tell us why. Tell us why you're more upset with Tanya, and we'll come back around. Um, Carolyn said, yes, both. Yes, both. OK. Um, I'm interested to hear why, Lisa, because you're the romantic person with me. <laughs> because I definitely feel like she was living... I think she was kind of living in this dream world a little bit. Right, she
2: created
1: her own fantasy, and then reality smacked her in the face.
0: That's all.
2: I think when you go through that childhood trauma of a parent not being around, you do create a fantasy when you you know, start to get in relationships. It's either or. Either you're untrusting of that person, or you create a fantasy. So I I get it. I, I understand how she created that fantasy, but, you know...
0: Okay. Uh, Lisa says she was not honest with anybody about what she had going on.
2: Very
0: Mm -hmm. true. And she created. Akresha says she
2: created a facade. She definitely
0: did. Yeah.
2: And um,
1: I think when you can't keep it real with nobody, anything is bound to happen. Like there, if nobody really knows who you are and what's you know true about you, because her friends didn't know either, right?
0: Well, I don't remember
1: if her friends.
0: knew. No, I don't think her friends knew. Yeah, yeah. Knew. Jacqueline. So it was like
1: know. nobody knew her. She was a myth to her to everyone. So, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think yeah. See, I'll, this is what I'll say: is I'll get me in trouble. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know, I was just gonna say like, but like, yeah, but it ain't bad. <laughs> I mean, sure she gonna another baby on. <laughs> No one knew absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, of Jack of, uh, t- sorry, of Tanya's friends. Uh, who were you most like?
2: Of Tanya's friends, who was I most like? Um, I
1: would need the the overview of the friends profiles, please.
0: Jacqueline,
2: Jacqueline. can you? <laughs>
3: yes. So Trisha and Myishla, they're the gangster ones. They will cuss you out and beat you up. <laughs> and they say what what whatever is on their mind um and then we have Stacy who is a church girl you know she'll mm-hmm. go into prayer mode at any moment um and then we have Dana she's a swinger her and her husband they swing you know so and of course Tanya married mm-hmm. to Shane and everything she's going through so yeah yeah
0: who are you most
2: like I would probably minus a few things. I would probably say Trish. Trish, okay. Yeah. A few
1: probably both like the church girl, but not not as much.
0: Okay. Uh the the ghetto one. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one in bigger. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I'm little. I'm always ready to fight uh, <laughs> for my friends. Iris said, I'm a little bit of
2: all of them put together. Yes. Yeah.
0: I can see that for sure. Um, Let's see. Do you think Tanya forgave her mom?
2: Absolutely. I feel like she <laughs> forgave her mom. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like she was kind of pushed to forgive her mom because she knew if she forgave her mom, she could definitely forgive Shane.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she forgave her mom. I think the adult hurt and going back and talking to her mom could understand her mom a little more doesn't excuse what happened to her under mm-hmm. her mom's roof. But I think she gained a better
2: level of understanding.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, most well, sounds my final questions.
2: I think sometimes as parents, like you try the best you can. Um, I think as an adult, I can understand some
1: things that you would have like, how could she? Yeah, you know how that?
2: could she? Um, in her mom's eyes she was doing the best that she could um although it was a terrible situation you know all the way around she did the absolute best that she could yeah um but
1: because she was willing to sacrifice herself for her children but she would have never i don't think she would intentionally sacrifice tanya you know she didn't know that was going to be part of the deal mm -hmm. but she was willing to be like degrade herself to make sure her kids have what they need. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wasn't with the intent of throwing throwing Tanya under the bus too.
2: Yeah. I have to ask this question. So I was just so irritated with Shane because <laughs> I feel like he was <laughs> I I get it. Everyone feels like Tanya was dismissive of his feelings, but I feel yeah, like I'm he was you. equally as dismissive of everything once Tanya said This was my trauma. This is what happened to me. My father left and went away. Um, You cheated on me. I'm willing to work through it. But now you're bringing a child into this world. It was definitely more, he just kept saying, forgive me. Forgive me. I love you. Let's go to counseling, blah, blah, blah. Never really addressing that. He reopened that trauma for her. It was like he just didn't care as long as she forgave him and they raised his baby and rolled off into the sunset together. Did y'all feel like he was kind of dismissive of her feelings a little no, bit?
1: No, I don't think he was dismissive of her feelings. I think he wanted the, the counseling to work through their issue, but also to work through her trauma. But he could not treat her. Like, if he had known that going in, maybe he would have been more delicate to her resistance. But he was out a deficit because he didn't know that that happened to her.
2: Uh, All he knew was
1: was that she kept extending the agreement. He didn't
2: know why. We're past that. I'm saying now that he knew what her trauma was and he knows that he cheated and he has a baby on the way, I feel like he was just like, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I just want to be a family again. So what? And not really sit with himself. To say, dang, I re-traumatized her. Well,
1: I wouldn't take the onus on re-traumatizing her because I didn't know you were traumatized in the but first place. But he
2: did though. Regardless of whether he knew it or she was traumatized or not in the first place. Now right. he knows. I'm sure I'm saying I am sure he felt bad about that.
1: But I think it would weigh it would have weighed more heavy on him had he known that and reopened the trauma. I didn't know the trauma existed in the first place. I, I'm pretty sure that he felt horrible that that happened to her. I don't think that he was unloving or unkind to her. He never so, arrested. He I don't know, I, I don't remember. The thing. I read the book like in two days, so I don't remember his yes. exact words when she revealed her trauma to him, but I don't think that he was like, oh, okay, well, that's not a big deal. Like,
2: I mean, he was definitely sad for her and tried to comfort her and all that good stuff But then it was like, all right, cool We, you know, now this baby Like, let's deal with this and let's be together and live happily ever after it I think
1: insane. she would have she had to They would have had to have been in that, you know, counseling space to really get deep with that And it, that just didn't happen because they didn't stay together long enough um, but yeah
2: but He has the audacity to ask Where are you staying at <laughs> Are you with another man You have the time to ask those questions But you don't have time to try to figure out What's going on Yeah I agree <laughs> she, well, I, would, I would say Shane is, I would
3: 30. say Shane Oh I would say Shane is a tad Selfish mm-hmm.
2: Yes very absolutely Yeah, yeah for sure Iris says, I agree with Deanna. What do you agree with Deanna with Iris? Yes. <laughs> she
1: more. she she buried it herself for thirty years. Like she created this whole life like that didn't happen. Now you want me to stand in your trauma that you never stood in. Like, yes,
2: I do want you to do that. Well, sorry. Because now she well then <laughs> they definitely should be divorced. <laughs> If yes. that's the way you feel, I feel like I mean, you have to have compassion. You have yes, to care. I think well, that let you do say that this. You have compassion. to care about how other people feel. I just know. because it's not a bother to you or don't affect no. you that way, don't mean it's not affecting this person. As a married couple, you have to or relationship or whatever the case may be just because something don't bother you or you don't care about it don't mean that this person don't care about Which it you I have to don't think recognize that he didn't feelings. care about
1: it i think he did recognize her feelings
2: no, with no, her no, travel, why no, why? no
1: but i think like I, I said they didn't they didn't stay in counseling long enough to get deep with that i think had she really been like staying with the counseling that would have been part of it like before they could get to the restoration of their relationship they would have had to get deeper with her trauma maybe he would have saw her open up more about it you know all of that but they just didn't get there so and then she basically was like you know not sharing anymore it's so, so to him it looked like she moved on with her life like it wasn't a real stuck point so then his focus was on how can i get my marriage back and not so much if she had been like falling to pieces, not you know, her normal self or not seeming to have moved on and dating other people and really like reopening the trauma has now crushed her to nothing, you know, or you know, it showed up differently then maybe
2: he was why do said? people gotta do all
1: that? Well why, how why, I, why people, I gotta I I, fall about to dust. No, well if get if
2: some we're not sort of empathy. No, if
1: we're not talking about it. We're not together. We're not talking about it. You're not expressing to me how you feel. How am I, how do you want me to ask, respond to you? Ask. Hey,
2: or how talk. you feeling about
1: your trauma? Or she wasn't
2: she willing to talk to, to him. I think he was trying to talk to her. So, she, she wasn't willing to I talk think. to him about the marriage. He was, I love you, let's get back together. By the way, are you sleeping with another man? Mm. And she kind of liked that look. But, but did he ever say, you know, what you revealed in therapy was re- or revealed to me was really big? How are you feeling about that?
1: I don't remember what he said or when she initially said it. Because he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm about I to like go to page 47 when she reveals the mm-hmm, shame. Because I like, didn't. No, you said he did show compassion when she... um Yeah,
2: at that moment, but then what? Yeah, You think it went away because she... you think
1: think that he no longer felt sorry for her because he didn't bring it
2: up (laughs) what's what's your action
1: he was i think he was trying to get in whatever little bit of communication he could and he felt the best message to give to her was like i still love you i hope you can forgive me i still want us to be together shane
0: was trying to get that baby and then get his wife back like he was trying he was he went to an, an extreme cheating on his wife to have the baby with hopes that cuz he didn't want to be with the the lady that he had the baby with um and who ended up leaving her child at the end so i think that he so the question that i want to kind of ask and ask and I someone, said i think he cared i don't think he i think he i think like i think he was selfish uh, did Shane cheat with intent? Did Shane cheat with an in, in, intent to have this baby? No. And the answer for me is absolutely. You like, think so? absolutely.
1: No, I don't think also. he intended to bring a baby into the relationship. I think. Okay,
0: so there are preventative ways to not have a baby, right? Mm,
2: well, you think them you so conscious? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and
0: I would love to know be, if anybody people else agrees.
1: forego those every day. I would hoping, like to know if everybody
0: agrees be with that. hoping that they
1: don't get pregnant <laughs> every day. But no, I, I would
0: like, I would like to know everybody what everybody thinks about that. And hopefully, there's someone out here that agrees with me. But I mean, <laughs> on we are adults when you now, have sex, I, there is I, a baby that could, could oh, possibly not come
1: for sure. Okay, right. that could pull in a whole other topic, but
3: and then they had that they had sex. They had sex know, with no condom.
0: Oh wow! I cannot. I, I thought we so, so uh, are we he are, he, are we
1: saying that everybody that has sex uncapped is <laughs> hoping to have baby. No, you rolling saying, the dice. No, you we're saying, roll- You're <laughs> out here rolling
0: the dice. No, I, no, Why, I am you know? not saying that. Am I saying that for Shane? Absolutely. So I like, initially said no. He got the best deal out of the game. He got the baby, and he didn't have to worry. You don't think that he he thought so he I initially said so you know
1: you thought he, he wanted to be a single
2: dad no no I think, I mean, like he, I
0: said he wanted to get his marriage he wasn't what he wanted he was
2: having a little baby fist. I want my baby I'm gonna go out I'm gonna cheat I don't think he just wanted a baby I think he wanted a baby with Tang. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, he had the baby with Tanya, but at some point he did. He wanted. He's probably still wanted the baby with Tanya, but he then wanted the baby with the the little. He, he subconsciously.
2: not <laughs> right. Subconsciously, he didn't wear a condom. Like,
0: why not? Yeah.
1: The same reason every day people would subconsciously. Okay,
0: so then, okay, so then, so then was, I was talking about? So <laughs> then, why, why did he cheat? So that that's the new question. Why? Why did Shane cheat? <laughs> well, because
1: he, was, he was unhappy. He was stressed out. He was
0: and unhappy what? about what?
1: His marriage. His and, wife. And what about
0: it? He said he had a good marriage, right? Right. What what, what? what? else would he want? He. he, he wanted my opinion, to relieve stress. In my opinion, he was. He was
1: tired of Tanya's rejection on having a baby i don't think he wanted to have a baby with someone else i, I think you he did was,
0: not
2: want to have a baby with somebody else if you go out and she done, don't oh, have
1: so everybody out there break. who, who <laughs> has sex without condoms and ejaculations. no
0: where this is not up. this is not a grand situation <laughs> i don't think everybody that's having sex right now is saying i'm having sex to have a baby but i definitely think that shane let's, let's keep it to shane Shane was no, definitely I mean, having Shane a child. Was, I mean, was like, definitely, pissed I off with his wife. Can I finish the other I'm just I definitely think, so you think he was just having fun. Like, I'm so frustrated that I'm not, like, can I think? I'm so frustrated that I'm not getting great sex from my partner, that I'm not happy with my partner with the exception of the fact that they're not having the child, that he's like, well, I just want to go have sex with somebody that want to go have sex with me. Tanya was willing to have. Yes. Yeah.
1: So men will tell you oftentimes it's not even about that they're not having great sex. That doesn't necessarily is the reason why they cheat. Sometimes there are other frustrations, not even necessarily what they want. They could be frustrated with themselves and just have sex with no uh strings attached remember jacqueline
0: else. said the author of the book that he was selfish i am oh. pretty sure I mean,
1: you I sex outside of your relationship is a selfish act in of itself but doesn't necessarily mean you're hoping to get a whole life form out of it.
2: Krisha agrees. She said that men are not that diabolical. Lol. to so <laughs> plan all that out. Lol. However,
0: what? comma. I, we we the comma grace on men. I'm just like, I I'm here's the men, but I'm just like <laughs> I'm
2: not I'm all about accountability you have to have accountability in life period regardless uh, i think this is the but let me finish this let me say this he was married he was unhappy in his marriage he decided he was gonna flirt with temptation He decided he was going to lay down. I'm sure in the back of his mind, as he was laying down with this woman, he was like, I know this is wrong. I'm sure in the back of his mind, when he was laying down with this woman, he was like, I should probably wear a condom, but I'm not. So you did all of that, knowing that it's a possibility of not wearing a condom, you could get somebody pregnant. That is a plan. That it's it's a subconscious plan. Whether you planned it out or subconsciously was something you like. I'm just go with it. Mm, You you hold some liability in. Oh yeah, your
1: consequences
2: are that the
1: baby is coming, whether you planned it or unplanned it. But that I don't think was his ulterior motive. I don't think he was like. Let me just go have
0: a baby. I was like, why is Shane and, and Jacqueline? You are a, an amazing writer. Um, because, death for for one is sparking all of these conversations, but for two, I think you wrote the book brilliantly, almost to where the people that don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Ira says she knew from college days that he wanted a family, and she wanted the same. He was. She also says he was not unhappy in the marriage. Right. He just wanted a child um, to bring more happiness to the marriage. That was just okay. And, and things like that. What oh, are you saying?
3: I was about to say this. Even though I don't feel as if though it was necessarily intentional, he did in in some way complain about his wife not wanting children
2: mm-hmm. and then
3: here it is you know you're telling the side chick this is what i want and this is not what's happening and then she's telling you well if i was your woman then we would have a family right but but That's it doesn't right. mean in the <laughs> act that it was intentional it was just emotional you know things emotional. just out of sure. absolutely emotional um
1: and yeah. let's not let's not forget the uh, qualms of a woman are much more than that of a man. So, okay. like, okay. like the side chick, and the <laughs> seductress. a oh, man, come on,
2: has- come on! No. Are you are kidding me? Come on, come no. on! When a man is hearing
1: exactly what they want
0: to hear I don't care I I know go ahead
1: when they are hearing exactly what they want to hear and you hear men, doctors and everybody else tell you especially when they have an erection you can just about get and do anything now that woman her full intent might have been to jack up his marriage you know and then she didn't even really want a baby but yeah at the at pulling at the thing that was the most difficult for him to manage at that moment he might have done anything um not excusing his behavior he still has to to deal with the consequence which for him it cost him his whole marriage but i don't think he went into it saying i want to dissipate my marriage i think
2: it's prehistoric thinking it is historic no, thinking is right now happening. To say that when men, men can't control themselves, they don't that. know what to do when there is that spirit. No, that. you're an adult. You make choices every I day. Know, I <laughs> I, I, I let me He's an adult. He has to make adult decisions every day of his life. Do I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or I make turkey? You have the choice to make whether you're going to cheat on your wife or not, all the way down to the moment where you whip it out. You can decide. You know what? This is wrong. I need to go mother home. You can make. He 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 remembered that it was wrong after it happened and broke it Mm -hmm. off with her. He remembered then. He could have remembered in the moment. Yeah. It is prehistoric thinking to keep giving men the uh, the, well. Let me this To keep giving men this G pass that oh, that that it's it's okay. It's if they okay. cheat because no. they they, 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 the they tend way. to do this and they nope. tend to do that you're a grown up okay. and they grown it. up the and I'll
1: lend you this women are the same way if you put yourself in the right situation with the wrong person you can find yourself doing some things you know good and well you should not do and you know good and well you might even regret the next day I I when, when, when you in, car- no, in the moment in the moment in the moment, think about your own life. There
2: have been times that you, too. It but it was the, the moments moment. before that. Before he got down to cheating Absolutely. and laying in the bed with her. Absolutely. It was the moment of reaching out on social media. It was the moment they bumped into each other. It was the moment the they Absolutely. was outside. You had all these moments before the moment you had sex. You could have stopped it at any time. And
1: unfortunately, yeah. both men and women go through the moments every day. And go through
2: all the way, but and don't get regret, and don't regret the moment right. until they get caught. Specifically with him, he don't get a pass. He had a lot of money I get a little pass.
0: Um, Jacqueline, I'm can them you? It is. Was this, this their only moment? Did that? Was that the only moment? I don't remember in the book that they shared <laughs> and had sex with each other.
3: That was the only moment. Wow,
0: that it was so intentional. Come on, give me a <laughs> the fact that it wasn't intentional. He knew exactly what he was doing. He could have stopped himself from cheating on him. He took a risk for sure, but I don't think that that risk was to, to lay down with this lady and, and not make a child. I just don't. Um, I just didn't get the point of the other woman because she got pregnant and wanted him, but she didn't want to be a mother. Um, her damn self. Christian I know <laughs> damn self. What do you think about that, Jacqueline? It's true. She
3: didn't want kids. She had her own life in New York, you know, um, living her best life. But like I said, even for her, it was an emotional moment. So mm-hmm. she was telling him what he wanted to hear in order to get what she wanted
0: from him. Yeah. Which was that connection. Yeah. I wonder would we be a little less forgiving of Shane and being that I'm not forgiving of him, that if we knew what traumas he had, you know, what did he have going on? then I think that given that Tanya had her traumas and we really we, Mm -hmm. you know, don't seem to care much for her. Everybody on the opposing doesn't seem to care much about her. I just I just feel like he got he's getting off with a lot of the things that he does because men don't. You know, I don't think he got with
2: Everything he lost <laughs> his wife. Like the marriage
1: dissolved. And
2: still trying to get her back. She is minding her <laughs> business in the restaurant. At the end, he see another man. Let me write her a letter and tell. Tell the waitress to still, give this to him, still, give this to Tanya she still when she's by herself. She still it don't matter what him. she feels. Leave her alone, sir, with <laughs> your two-year-old. Go <laughs> back to business. You still <laughs> trying to write her letters because she's sitting <laughs> with another man to the table. Mind your business and go Even if she life. wasn't
0: with
1: another man, I think he was still <laughs> trying to approach her or whatever. But she still also yearns for him, too. So even if she moves on to another relationship, who knows if she's still gonna be, you know, thinking about Shane, wishing she could be. She with might. Shane.
2: I, I don't disagree that she shouldn't. When you're in love with somebody, you don't flip a light switch and be like, "All right, it's
0: over with. I, I, I hate you." Even down to cheating.
2: Like, even down to cheating. Right. But she removed herself because she knew she couldn't forgive him and be with him after everything that occurred. She slept with him though. So what? Sex is sex. Oh, wait. So, so. No,
1: I didn't think. I I, I didn't think. With her
0: husband.
2: Whatever she With her husband.
0: But no,
1: whatever she do is okay. No, this is her no, what
0: we're saying is that you're but you what if, anything that Shane does do, okay. I mean, I'm definitely no, sorry. No, this, this is her Tanya. No, That's no, for her no, Not for you. I don't think that everything that she did was okay. I I, I will be the first to admit I like that I said like I know too. her. Yeah, like she like she's no, she, no, everything that she did was okay. Right. We're not saying
1: that though. So say I said
0: that I, <laughs> I didn't say that it. It's okay. getting too much Crazy <laughs> <laughs> <Grace laughs> in the situation, but i think that yeah i think that he he wanted to have that baby i think that just because she
2: still had sex with him doesn't mean that oh well she should just get over it i don't either
0: if our audience has any questions jacqueline are you still no i'm saying
1: the fact that she yeah I'm i'm good that she did have sex with him means that there may be room for restoration for them but she still wants to be with him and that maybe she feels like he's not like this god-awful person that should be banished from her life but she's she's hurt by the situation but maybe with time and healing or whatever she can get back to a place where she feels comfortable with being with him i'm not <laughs> saying whether she should or she should
0: not so question that's the question should she forgive
1: she should forgive him. Yes, forgiveness don't necessarily mean that they have. Should to
0: she re- forgive him and him. get back with him,
1: if she wants to? I mean,
0: <laughs> reading the book, being a, reading the book and knowing the characters. Should uh, she forgive him and get back with him and try to save her marriage? That's for everybody.
1: I think that I would not hate it if she got back with him and, and you know they went on to
2: have a successful marriage. Um, If it was Shane would you feel the same way If if she cheated on Shane And had a baby with another man And had this baby sitting in his face every day Would you feel the same way
1: I would feel like it would have to Definitely be a journey Like like their time If if either one of them Whichever way it went Were quick to get back together Like with no space time For healing and counseling And all that I think it would eventually fall apart again But if properly built back together, either way, I think it's possible.
2: Iris want them to get back together, so she's expecting a part two. (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like she made it clear that every time she looked at this child, she'll remember what happened. And if anybody is in that type of situation, don't be with that person. Because a lot of times, people end up then taking it out on that child. And making that child feel uncomfortable because you are reminded of what happened. So so that happens sometimes.
1: I know situations like that. But also what happens sometimes is even women who think that's how they're going to feel and think that they're going to feel that remorse against the child, fall in love with the child, take care of it. And eventually they see that child just like their own and they are surprised by their ability to love a child that they feel was created in a way and men too even though women are more usually the ones more willing to accept that situation but it it does happen with men on occasion too but they find out that their love capacity is enough that they could love a child that was created in the wrong situation just like their own and they don't mistreat the child but yes if you're if you have not gotten to your place of true forgiveness um then you probably would not be able to not be bitter or remorseful or you know treat that child like your own but if and if that's the case then it's not right for you in that situation
2: i don't i don't think that forgiveness means that i have to be like oh we're one big happy family means i forgive you but i don't want to be with you yeah i think that's perfectly that that. but that's still true forgiveness hey i forgive you you know hope everything is well beautiful baby don't want to be with you
1: right if your forgiveness means like uh, if i when i see you i don't give you know feelings of hatred and bitterness towards you but i still don't want to be with you i think that's okay Mm -hmm. you know if your level of forgiveness is i forgive you and i love you and i want to you know Continue this relationship, this marriage, or whatever. In order for me to love you properly, I will have to accept and love this child. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's a package deal. The baby's not going away. He's a single parent to the child right now. So it's not like you can compartmentalize yeah. the child. <laughs> I me,
0: mean, I can sit over here like I ain't going
1: to love that <laughs> baby. Which means then we can't be together. So, like, I think in any given situation, if there's a blended family, if you are not the biological parent of the children that are coming along with this mate. If you can't love them, you can't see yourself, you know, having a, a real loving bond with that child, then you also should not stay in the relationship with that mate.
0: I want to hear
2: everybody's
1: thoughts. I'm in a family where my children are going to be unloved, but we're going to have this loving relationship. But then you gonna know, t- treat my kids like kids. I'm like,
2: just saying this situation is <laughs> so so oranges.
1: What well, if she get back with him? She would have to Tanya, accept the baby.
0: Sh- I'm not respected here. <laughs> Should Tanya get back with Shane is the question. I want to hear. No. I want to hear everybody else's answer uh-huh. in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying, Bianca? That you wouldn't you wouldn't feel obligated or some obligation to love the child if she got no? Back
2: she with was him? saying that if you meet somebody and they already have a child. Mm-hmm you have to be able to love them. Yes, I agree. Because you already knew in the door, hey, this man has a child. This man has a child. This is what he comes with. Shane didn't come with that. He just right. added no, that. I'm
1: saying if he comes back, she would have to be willing to accept the child. Right. So or there's he, no coming. So you're back.
0: saying that that she should be willing to accept the child if she comes no, back? No,
2: I'm saying she's made it clear that she don't know if she will have the capacity to Accept that situation, so she shouldn't get back with right. him. If yeah. that's how but she feels. But
0: what? How do you feel if if Tanya decided to get back with? Him? She absolutely. It's okay. all or nothing. Okay. If that's she
2: decides it. to get back with Shane, then she absolutely has to love and treat that child like it's one, it's her own child. Yeah. Yeah,
1: which I think the element of the mom not being involved, you know, lends a little ease to that because it's not like she also then has to have some cordial relationship with this mother that's going to be popping in and out and you know Mm. you know
2: you know
1: right i mean i guess she could come back but right now she's giving up her parental rights and she's moving on her life so at least it's not that too because it could be like you got to accept him you got to love and accept the baby you got to figure out how to co-parent with mom you know it's a lot i think it wouldn't be unreasonable for her to say no i'm not dealing with all that i'm not saying that um but if she chooses to get back with him she has to be willing to nurture the child all
0: right lisa you said i think she wants to but would you like would you do you do you think um that tanya should get back with shane
2: i think she misses what she thought she had Mm mm-hmm I think she miss, misses the idea of, a, you know, the relationship that they had. So, yeah, she held on to that note. Oh, LOL, well, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she did hold on to that note. She misses what she thought she had. I think a lot of people do that in relationships where they, you know, something happens in the You fell in
0: love with who you thought this person was. was right. Or you, you definitely fell in love with hopes that this person would cheat on you and have a baby. Right, you know. You, you, so there there was some imposter syndrome to him too, I think.
2: I don't know. This is tough guys. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this is a great conversation, Jacqueline.
2: <laughs> this this was really good. I, I definitely enjoyed this book. Thought provoking. Yeah. It was uh it definitely started a debate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that uh some of these questions would have come up in writing the book. Did I, well, you guys
3: have a lot of the questions. No, you guys have definitely, definitely given me a perspective, you know, a different perspective, which is what I want from people. Mm-hmm. Like I want mm-hmm. people to grab their own thoughts, their own feelings. Like what would you do? Would you stay? Will you go? You know, all of these if, di- different things. And so that's why I can't necessarily give an answer because it's all yeah. about the reader. Like what would they do?
0: Mm-hmm. So you guys,
3: it's awesome i'm enjoying listening to you
0: <laughs>
2: i think we all three kind of have
0: different perspectives on things and um yeah you kind of put yourself in the, the shoes of the character as best you can and i don't know for some reason i just i sympathize with her a little bit
2: i do as well i like i said i don't put no you know i definitely put some blame on her. A, a substantial amount of blame <laughs> on her for how she came into the relationship but um I feel like so like yeah. that don't give you the right to then not be honest in a relationship.
0: Yeah, I agree. Totally agree.
2: So yes. Yeah. With that being said, <laughs> tell us about what else you got. Yes, tell books. us
0: what you have coming up and, and your other books.
2: For sure. Well, look,
3: since people are saying they want a part two, I know someone thought of the idea of Shane's journey of forgiveness. You know, I was Mm -hmm. on a different um, IG live with another um, person that read the book and they were talking about doing, you know, the part two for Shane. And so Mm -hmm. that's something that I'm really thinking about doing. Um, Also a, a part two to my book, A Way of Escape. People have been asking for a part two of that. But I love to leave people on a cliffhanger. So I love for people to kind of think about or or wanting a part two, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking about doing those two books. Um, Of course, I have some short films that I have written. I want to be able to get back into doing some filming and different things like that. So, yeah, just continuing with my writing journey with books and getting short films out there and doing different things like that
2: okay let's circle back to one one good part right now uh kreisha said we didn't even get to thoughts of friends input in romantic relationships oh. so that is a definitely a good topic oh. we didn't even get to that I, I was just so mad about saying <laughs> oh friends inputs in relationship uh is it needed do you what
0: do you think? Like, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Lucretia, you answer that question too. Um, I, I think friends' inputs in relationships, while they can sometimes be annoying and not necessarily asked, like, I didn't even ask you, and here you come with your opinion. <laughs> um, I think that it's definitely needed. Um, Because I may feel a certain way in a relationship and then I like, you know, hear, you know, my friend's perspective on the outside looking in and I might relook at it and say, okay, this might not be a good relationship for me or maybe I should handle the relationship this way Um, because everything doesn't have to necessarily mean leaving. So I think I think friends input is needed. Uh, I think that if you're my friend,
2: you should be able to give me Feedback. You should be able to give me advice. Whether I take the advice or not, that's up to me. You can't force me to do anything. You can't, you, but you can definitely give me the advice. And it, it should be open to say, hey, friend, you know, I see you're going through this. For example, with um, Tanya, if her friend's like, girl, I don't think you should be back with him. He did X, Y, Z. It's fine that they say that, but that doesn't mean that I have to do that. Yeah. Um, I there should be room for me to make my own decision and decide what I want to do with my relationship and how I want to do it. And you know, I think that as long as I'm not hurting myself or being in something where, you know, I'm getting hurt or others are getting hurt, then you know, just just be my friend. You know what yeah. I mean? So and, and I
1: think largely friends communicate their feelings, you know. More so looking at how they feel about you. So, if they see someone that they feel like is hurting you, traumatizing you, or whatever, their emotional response is to, you know, want to save their friend from that situation or, you know, advise their friend to remove themselves from the situation or do something different or whatever. So, I think graciously, you have to believe that your friends are really attempting to look out for your best interest whether they communicate it the way that you want or not and often too it's like when we're mad we want our friends to be mad with us then when you're not mad anymore you annoy when your friends are still mad you know like, <laughs> you know so it's then then if your friends say well i'm just gonna be numb and not have anything to say because you want me to be mad when you want me to be mad you want me to act like it didn't happen when you're happy again but you also don't want your friends to be flatlined because then right. when they say nothing when you're when there's something that you want them to be excited or happy about you want them so you're your friends on an emotional roller coaster with you um so it's, it's you know it's
2: yeah. a lot. <laughs> I think there's is it has to be like a balance in navigating it. Be I think mm-hmm. I've said on the episode before that something I'm working on with myself is that I um not that I'm passing judgment, but my advice could come off as judgment because it's like, no, you need to do this because I want to fix whatever is going on and I want you to do the things that I say to fix it, yeah. but that might not be the fix for you. Um, but also I don't feel like, you know, I should have to not Give you advice Like I I want to help you. I want to be there for you But you know put it in your back pocket be like thank you friend sure. for this information I'm gonna put this in my back pocket. I may or may not use it or you, you know Sometimes
1: it. we say we outwardly openly say well Do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Or do you want me to tell you what I really think mm-hmm. and I think people are not always answering honest with their response no one ever says tell me what i want to hear they say no tell me what you really think and then if they don't like what you really think then it's like well i wish you would have just told me what i want to hear you know (laughs) whether they say that or not that's their reaction to what you say says tell me what i want to hear yeah
2: what do you think
3: (laughs) well i you know what i love about these ladies um is that they support each other no matter what, so whatever a person wants to do, yeah. they support them in that. Now they may have something something small to say about it if they don't dis- disagree with it, but ultimately they support each other. Just yeah. like um, the part in the book where Maiysha is getting married to a guy that was in prison, you know, Tanya necessarily didn't like it, but she said, "Hey, that's my friend. This is what she wants to do." I'll voice my opinion just a little bit, but I'm going to support my girl no matter what. Yeah. So that's what I love about these right ladies. Up
1: bridesmaids dress.
3: <laughs> right up there in her bridesmaid's dress and Trish acting a plum fool. But you know, they supported her. So I think that's yeah. what friendship is about. I mean, you, you you're gonna say your piece some, but ultimately. You support your girls no matter oh, what.
2: For sure, for sure. I, I definitely would be like. So are you sure? But girl, let's the pink dress What's going yeah. with that. What I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. You know, cause I feel like women get a bad rap on. Oh, um, men always say stuff like, oh, you know, they. I, I don't like her friends because X Y Z and the single one can't give married one advice, and the married one can't give the single one advice, and you know, why are you always listening to your friends, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, men listen to their friends too a little bit, you know, right. men go to the advice, get advice from their friends, you know, they mm-hmm. may not sit down the way women do it, but, um, I feel or like...
1: influenced by their friends, whether they do mm-hmm. or not, you
2: mm-hmm.
1: know, yeah. even if they don't, you know, have these heart-to-heart talks, they judge their relationships by their friends' relationships or mm-hmm. lack like thereof or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they they do, whether they admit it or not. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I've, you know, I've definitely been friends with a lot of guys that, you know, one of them might be in a relationship and he might be like um his single friend and be like, man, come with us to the XYZ. Let's go hang out. Blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of influencing them to like, you know, be bad. But mm-hmm. So it happens. Men influence other men as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure. They just try to act like it
0: doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. So yes. yes. This, <laughs> has this has been a
2: great conversation. This <laughs> is a great conference. I'm glad I got that off my chest.
0: Yes, we are we are absolutely um just blown away with the conversation along with the book. So we, we must know what do you have coming up.
3: Yeah, like I said, I I I'm thinking about doing um a part two to Tangis journey of forgiveness but more so Shane's journey of forgiveness because mm-hmm. I want to give people, you know, his perspective kind of how he was feeling, like you said maybe there's some trauma in his life. Um he, you know, him dealing with his ego, his mm-hmm. selfishness, you know, just just, you know, pe- people being able to to see on the inside of him. And how he was dealing with that whole situation. And why it got to that point for him. And um, the second book. A Way of Escape. Um, I'm planning on doing a part two to that. Because a lot of people have been asking for a part two. Because of the way it ended. Like I said. I love to give a twist to endings. I like for people to mm-hmm. think. And I and I like for people to want more. Okay. So. Um, I actually. This was for me. I planned on it being my last book. But. Um, when my mind starts brewing, then, you know, I have to get it out. And also, like I said, I have some short films that I've already written. So I want to work on getting those filmed as well. Yeah. And my Christmas book, which is a short story based off of, you know, loosely based off the life of my mother, a woman mm-hmm. raising five kids. I want to do a Christmas movie off of that book. Mm-hmm. So eventually, hopefully I can get to that and all of that, you know, but those are my plans.
0: So our viewers, well, I'll go right back to that. Our viewers are saying, No. Don't make it your last look. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely
2: need more. Yeah. Um, you know you I, read
1: the other comment too that came in.
2: Yes. Uh it, this message is from it's Coffee Time Morning Motivational Thoughts. I don't think you necessarily have to be in a relationship to have wisdom, especially if you are led by the spirit, in my opinion.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. and another thing before we wrap up too I want to make sure that we thank you for the beautiful article that you wrote about
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know what you ladies are so amazing and just really um, I appreciate you all because you really took a chance on me and this book and you know doing all of this that you're doing so I thank you and I appreciate you and Just being here and listening to y'all, you guys are amazing. Like I love, I love your personalities, your take, you know, your passion, and so y'all are amazing. And I'm just praying that you know God would take y'all higher and higher and higher in this that you're doing, because you're, you're great. You really are. Thank you, so much. We, really Thank you. we really appreciate that. We and,
2: and, and back at you. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know when that book is fresh off the press. Yes. <laughs> we we'll to have you back to talk about Shane. Absolutely. At first, I was like, I don't want to hear about Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, didn't I did. Do this, so I don't care about Shane. <laughs> but I, I Shane, now... Shane is, is a, uh, uh, deserving of some love. Yeah. I, I am now turning the tide. I do want to know what he's going through. I kind of feel bad for him that he's going with me. You know, me. I feel bad for him. Look at him. He wanted a baby with like not his goofy self. I'm okay. glad <laughs> you called him your goofy. Stuff. Um, Jacqueline,
0: you have an event coming up. Yes. Uh, October 6th. Yes. Yes. So let everybody wait. know about that and where they can find you.
3: Right, Thank you so much for remembering. I, I forgot. <laughs> but yes. so, you know, I realized that there are a lot of people who want to present themselves um, as business women. I'm gonna stick to the women, but business women, um they're writers. um they have a brand that they want to put forth but they don't know how to write a bio. They really don't know how to present themselves. They don't have anybody to help them. And so on uh, October 6th, I'm teaching people how to write a bio and just really keeping it simple and knowing, you know, letting people know it doesn't have to be elaborate. It it doesn't have to be anything hard, but mostly it just has has to be authentic. So if you're somebody that you have a business, a brand, um, you know, and you want to get out there, because like, say for me, When I present myself to you all or anybody else, I have a bio already ready. You know, Mm -hmm. I have a media kit, all of those things. And so when you're trying to go higher, you need a bio. You know, people need to see your work, your education, um, even if you haven't been to school. But maybe you have some street knowledge. If you're a mom, maybe you've you've raised kids. That's wisdom. That's knowledge right there. And so I just want to make it easy for people. And um, just let them know that it it doesn't have to be anything hard. And so really, God wants to take you higher, but you have to put in the work. You have to put yourself out there in a professional way. And so I just want to help people to create a bio. And that is on October 6th. For those of you who have a brand, but you're kind of afraid to put yourselves out there and you don't really know how to write um, something professionally in order for people to see it.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I think you're giving you It's almost as if a, a writer, an author, is creating and bringing somebody's story to life. So I think that's amazing what you're doing because you could be an author who only writes book, but books, but you've taken it to that that next level. So I I think I find that to be so often um so awesome because right. a lot of people's stories aren't heard because they don't know how to write it. Right. So that,
3: that,
0: that's amazing. Yeah. Right. Definitely.
3: And don't I want to tell if you're a writer or a business person, whatever you got going on, do not be afraid to reach out to podcasts or yeah. you know YouTubers or just you know people who are bookstagrammers and they have these blogs. Don't be afraid to reach out to them via email, but just be ready. Have something that you can present so they'll know who you are and what you've done so they can say, "Okay, yeah, I don't mind having that person" on my podcast or whatever it is to t- to talk about their book or their business or their brand or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so thank much.
2: You. We really appreciate you taking your time to come on in and lend an ear to all of our, <laughs> <laughs> our crazy
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, and presenting us with this wonderful opportunity to have you here
0: in the book. yes, you you must come back on soon. That's why we don't even want to let you go now. So <laughs> definitely we hope that you come back and yeah, we will keep in touch.
3: Thank you, ladies, and thank you, you know. everybody
0: that was on
3: listening. Thank y'all so much. Yeah,
1: thank you. Bye. All right, bye, thank Jacqueline.
3: You. Bye. I almost said bye, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, guys, all for tuning in. This has been a hot
0: topic. It gets a little heated in. And Tiffany said, you guys are amazing. Uh, Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you so much, Tiffany. We appreciate that. A great deal. Um, We're just happy, one, that you're here and you uh, commented and everybody that has commented today, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, Would love to hear even more thoughts about how you guys feel on the book. So you know, always feel free to comment. Um, share this, this video with your friends, and, yeah, we can get every, everybody involved.
2: And before we let you guys go, today is National Coffee Day. Uh, so we have launched our first blend. It's a medium blend of coffee. It's available on our website, CafeCocoLatte.com. We even launched a decaf, uh, so you can pick up your decaf. Your medium blend on our website. National Coffee Day, International Coffee Day is October first. Um, so buy a bag for yourself, buy a bag for a friend, give it as a gift. We would love for you to uh, celebrate Black-owned, women-owned business. Yes, um, and support us.
1: Yes, and we welcome your feedback, your comments. Thank you so
0: um, much, Tiffany. And. Grab your coffee. Yes, grab mm-hmm, your coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, our coffee is different, okay? Because if you're a coffee drinker, this will change your life. I just want to speak on the coffee. Yeah. Right. This will change your life. It is a smooth taste, Um, it, it's amazing. So you just have to give it a try. And we appreciate everybody who has placed an order. Yes. Uh, and
1: we, we guarantee you can try it black. Not bitter. No. Um, you can enjoy it black, but you can also enjoy it with your favorite. I
2: always cannot say that. Favorite <laughs> creamer or yeah. sweetener. <laughs> it, has, it has a blend of cacao, um, almond, oh, yeah. and blackberry, mm-hmm. and it doesn't give you that hard coffee breaths yeah now, it you does know not, at the end. Yeah. So but you still get to your yeah. coffee boost. And it's a really yeah. fresh aroma. Mm-hmm. aromatic. Yeah. You so have give it a try, guys.
0: <laughs> so. So as always, thank you guys for tuning in. We have some great shows coming up for you. Um, we're digging into some, you know, some really great topics. So be for sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And share. And share. And as always, keep it, it brewing. Brewing. Keep brewing. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Dun, dun, dun.